Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Hey thought thinkers, I hope you had a good week spent living. I hope you unpacked. I hope you unlearned. I hope you had a few successes. I hope you jumped over a few hurdles. I hope you relearned a few things. I hope you learned some things about yourself. And I hope you learned some things about other people. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about value in relationships. But first, I want to stand in gratitude for those who have been on this journey with me from the beginning and thank those who are joining us for the first time. Today's episode was inspired by the many conversations I hear on all social media platforms. And at first I didn't want to go here because it seems like this conversation is primarily about black people. And the reason why I'm saying black people and not all people this time is even though I know that all groups have these types of discussions, it's because black people are out in social media having this conversation out loud. And for me, it seems like other groups of people have already decided the value in relationships and what they expect from each other as a collective. Nothing is universal, but there seems to be a consensus in other groups on their ideals, their morals, what womanhood is, what manhood is, and what they expect in a relationship. As it relates to African-American people and those who consider themselves black in America, it seems like we don't have any idea of what we value in relationships. So we're on this quest to figure it out, right? It seems like love is no longer being served. It seems like people are afraid. It seems like People are afraid to love. So now everybody wants to know exactly what they're going to get before they're actually getting it, if that makes sense to you. And that's because things have changed. The experience for black people in America is changing. The things, traditional norms are changing. Traditional values are changing. Societal norms are changing. Expectations are changing. Everything is changing And because of that, we are lost. And I hear so much back and forth about who's guilty, who's to blame, but nobody really wants to talk about a solution. And that's what bothers me. It sounds like so many people are afraid of a a solution because they simply enjoy clickbait. They simply enjoy discussing the problem. But when you discuss the problem without having solutions, you sound crazy and silly and you sound like you don't really want 
to improve. Because even if one side is more right than the other side, the truth of the matter is that if you want to be in a relationship, you have to compromise. And there's no way around that, right? But we have all been retrained to think of being individuals. And when you think of just being an individual, you often just think about yourself. And because people are just thinking about themselves, they are going into relationships, wanting the other person to bend to all of their needs while bringing nothing to the table. And just because you ask someone what they bring to the table, that doesn't make it true. How many first-time conversations have any of you had with someone and you ask them questions and then further down in the relationship, you find out that who you met was their representative and not actually who they actually are. And the reason why I think that this is a conversation that I also would like to have again, because I would like to have this conversation with a man who believes that you should ask people what they bring to the table. And I see women asking this same question in various ways, and I'm always confused about what's going on. Because first of all, we all get to make choices, and we all get to have a say in what we want. So that is not my issue. I don't have an issue with men who want a traditional man or want or women who want a man of means. I don't have a problem with that. But there seems to be this undertone of get you before you get me. Do you know what I'm saying? And yet people are still not happy. There are people's getting what they want and it's still not what they need. Because if you require someone to be just what you think you need, when are you growing? In the relationship, as a self, if nobody can check you, if all you need in a relationship is a quiet woman or somebody who shuts up, then what exactly are you doing? So like I said, I hear this conversation in social media and I often, and I have been asked, what is my value? And first of all, I find it offensive. And the reason I find it offensive is because it's not usually from a man that is pursuing me in a relationship, right? It is usually just someone. And they want to know what my value is. And the truth is, my value is none of your business, right? First of all, if you are not courting me, I cannot tell you my value because like water, and people give this description all the time, I can get a water from the bodega for a dollar. I can get a 40 pack of water from BJ's for $3. I can get a water from the movie theater for $5. I can get a water from the club for $8. And I'm sure there are places that I have not yet been where water costs even more. The value of the water is not determined by the water. The value of the water is determined by where you are, who's selling it, and what they are willing to pay for it, right? So even if I was going to the movies, I'm not paying $5 for the water. 
I'm gonna go sneak to the store and buy a water for a dollar or leave my home with the water that I bought from the BJ's that I got 40 for three dollars. So you see how this value system works? It's determined by the buyer. So back to relationships. When you ask me, what is my value? My value is none. I don't know you. I don't know what I could bring to your table. You may not need what I bring to the table. I am smart enough and sure enough of myself and not arrogant enough to understand that everybody don't want what I bring and that's okay. That's my superpower. My superpower is that I'm not for everybody, right? You only need one somebody. I only need to compliment one somebody. But as I stand in my truth, unpack and unlearn and experience life wholly as Marshall, I begin to understand the things that I like, the things that I want, and the things that I am good at, right? And only then can my value be determined because value should be a compliment, right? So if you say, what's my value? And I say, I cook and clean. That only has value for a man who wants you to cook and clean, right? It doesn't have any value for a man who would rather get a chef and a maid. You see what I'm saying here? There are levels to this shit. And there are many levels to this actual conversation. I have been with men and I have friends who can confirm who didn't need all of that. Didn't care nothing about that. They can take care of themselves and they are fine with that. I have also been with men who want you to do everything for them. So this idea of boxing people, men and women, into these tiny little boxes is preposterous. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, first, and furthermore, I want to be a compliment. So this idea of asking strangers, there's this guy on social media, he sits in a car and he calls women into the car to ask them what they bring to the table. And this confuses me. First of all, why are women getting into a car with a stranger, right? So inherently for me, I already know that those women are going to fail the test because the answer he is looking for would be from a woman who is not necessarily going to get into the car, right? Because when you know that your value is not necessarily determined by what you see on the outside of someone, then you getting into a fancy car automatically means that this woman is going to fail your test of asking what she brings to the table or what she wants. And then she tells you that she wants a man with money. She's not bringing nothing to the table. She wants a life of leisure. And then you're upset and you're calling her a gold digger. Now you the one who got the fancy car. So I'm confused. And not that fancy car means that you want some gold digger, but she was honest with you. Just like the men now are being honest. She was honest. And the only reason why her honesty disturbs you is because you know already that she has, will, can meet men who are in alliance and who compliment her. So for that man who's only looking for a woman of beauty, that may be all right with him. 
that really may be all right. Because for rich men, beauty may have value. It's just the fact. I know people didn't like that Kevin Samuels and I didn't necessarily like him, not because of what he said, but because I don't necessarily like when I see people pit us against each other instead of give solutions. But there is truth to the fact that rich men, beauty has value, right? So women who are beautiful have more choices, the same as men who have money have more choices. And it seems like the working class or uh, other people, the rest of society, the 99% the of society, right? We don't necessarily have as many choices and that makes people mad. The only reason why a man would go up to a beautiful woman and ask her what she wants and be offended is because he's playing the same game. Because guess what? He wants a beautiful woman, but yet he doesn't want to do the things that a beautiful woman wants. There are many average pretty girls that this person could be going after. But no, he's offended that what he wants doesn't want him. Does that make sense? And it happens over and over and over and over again. So what I'm saying is that first, we have to determine what type of relationship we want. And for me, you can only do that in your singleness. When you are single and when you are out living and you are unpacking so that you can go into a relationship as your healthiest self. No one can go into a relationship whole because the truth is life's journey is about learning, unlearning, discovery. We are always evolving. So there is always something that you will be bringing to the table and unpacking within your relationship, just like if you were single. Does that make sense? But it also, when I think about traditional values and how the family structure were set up, those are not the way that the black family was set up. After, even after slavery, even after the civil rights movement, right? When fathers were taken out of the home because of racism and a bunch of other things, lack of education, bad schools, and they were taken out of the home because they were not making money and so many women dependent on the government for resources, what happened is that the family structure was broken. And even those who come from traditional homes with a mother and a father, so many people have revisionist history. I don't know too many black women that didn't work, even as the man was the head of the household. So this system is not just about money, right? When women were fighting for the right to be whole human beings and to work, black women were already working and they still had no power. We were maids and servants and ironers and cleaners and all of these other things, even when our men were working, because one, in some states in America, it was illegal for black women not to work. Did people know that? And for others, that's how we supplemented the income when our men couldn't get jobs. So with that, and then because women didn't have agency 
over their own lives. If you lived in a society where you couldn't vote, you couldn't buy a home, you couldn't have a bank account, you couldn't make decisions for yourself, you had to walk with your head down and your only means of survival was a relationship, then what I'm telling you is the same way I say that an obedient child, the parents don't know, a man doesn't know a woman if she doesn't have a voice. She is doing what she has to do to survive. So when I see men want that type of woman again, it is offensive. And the reason it is offensive is because you didn't get what you needed as a man or what you wanted as a man from a woman because she wanted to be that. You got that because she had no other choice. So what is happening now in society is that women are gaining more agency. With economic power comes agency, comes the right to be my full self. And some women are behaving like men of the past. And with power, they want to have control. And the truth is that I don't even understand why anyone wants control or when men say that a man is the head of the household and a woman should be submissive. First of all, men who don't have God as the head of them, and this is not because I believe in religion, but if you are saying that you need your woman to submit, I'm confused because the next sentence is you submitting to her and also you have to be submitting to a higher power, right? So while I'm trusting you, who the hell are you trusting? And that's another thing, men, men in particular. I have a friend and he said to me, you don't listen, that's why you're single. And I didn't really say anything because I realized that we have all heard this back a thousand times. Women say it to women. Men say it to women. Society really feels this way. And I'm trying to figure out why they feel this way because this is no longer true. I do not have to conform to the social construct of womanhood in order to get a man anymore. And many of us don't need a man for survival. And I understand how men are feeling, but they too have to change and evolve, right? You have to change and evolve because it's always these different types of extremes. There are some men who are mad if you are a gold digger and you do nothing. Then there's the other group that's mad if you're successful and you don't have to listen to them. They want, but every time they're talking, they're talking from a perspective of someone meeting their needs. They never ever say what it is that they bring to the table. All they say is that if a woman is successful and presents as a boss, right? Or makes a certain amount of money, she's not gonna be there to cook, clean, nurture, rub their backs and rub their feet. None of that right? Said what you are bringing to the table because you're bringing money to the table. You're upset that if she bring, so in my eyes, when women are in relationships and they're complaining and they're saying, you don't spend enough time with the family. You're not here. You're not this. That is the same fucking thing, right? 
There's this idea that women don't need to be nurtured and re-energized so that they can then nurture you is disturbing, but you're not offering that. You're only offering money and you just want to do that, but yet you don't want to do anything specific for the woman. But if she makes too much money, you're mad. But if she doesn't make too much money and say you cheat on her, right? And now she wants to leave you. Now we have a society that says she shouldn't get nothing. She should go out and get a job. So hold up. I shouldn't be successful. I should just have a piece of job, find a man, if said man wants to keep me and treat me right, I'm good. If not, throw me back out into the wolves and now I should be successful. Does this make any sense to anybody? All these rules and regulations and it feels like nobody knows what the hell they want. Even women, as you gain more economic power, many of you still seem to be traditional as it relates to what you want in a man. You just not traditional in what it means to be a woman. Cause it seems like as women are earning more money, they still want to date men who earn more money. Make it make sense. I have friends and family who date men who, who have dated men who earn less and I get it. And I say to them, I know you are right with dating a man who earns less, but the truth is, are you all right with paying alimony, child support, and all the things that come with being the breadwinner of the family? Because now 50% of women, and I'm not sure if it's black, white, or all, lead the household in salary. And none of the shit that people think is happening is happening. All of this modern stuff, it's not really working. People say they want, and then there's the group that wants 50-50. This group really disturbs me. This group disturbs me more than the man who's going to pay the bill and expects his woman to take care of the household. For me, that is not, that is fair to me, right? Because you have a job and I have a job. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being a homemaker in no way, shape, or form. But I do believe that provisions need to be made for that woman in case something happens to that man or something happens to this marriage. Because she is doing a job and just because you and God forbid you as the financial provider do something, I don't believe that she should go back down to zero because it's over. Get the fuck out of here. And I don't believe that even if it's the opposite. If you meet a man and you are the breadwinner and he is taking care of the family and you want to leave or no longer allow this relationship, you have become one. So you need to make sure that this person can continue to elevate. Fuck out of here. People be bugging. But back to the not listening part, right? I don't know where I was going. Sometimes I get a little excited. When you say that I don't listen, it implies that I inherently must listen to you. Like my job as a woman is to see a man and because said man has a penis, I wanted to say the other word, but I'm not sure how that works. And because said man had a penis, I must listen to him. Get the fuck out of here. Let me tell you something. This part is for all of us. I do not inherently have to listen to anyone, right? I get to come to the table as my whole self.
And if you are a leader, right? You will come to the table as a leader. And a good leader doesn't expect you to do what they say because they've stepped in the room, right? They will demonstrate leadership qualities. And if you want to be in a relationship, you will demonstrate leadership qualities by saying what your vision is and some of the things that you are doing in your life or some of the things that you want to do as a we, and you will see those things to fruition. And that will tell the person that you are interested in that you have a vision and that will show them if you can be trusted because that is what listening means. Listening means that I trust you. So if you don't have a vision, if you have not demonstrated that I can trust you, then exactly what it is that you want me to listen to, what is it? This idea that you are a man is not enough. What kind of man are you? Does that make sense? What kind of man are you? And when you are courting the woman, you don't have to ask her what value she brings to the table. You simply do the same thing that she is doing, watching, listening, learning, exploring, and learning and seeing if you guys are equally yoked. Because the lack of trust will never get someone to submit to you. Submit to what? Your demands? Submission shouldn't look like dictatorship. Submission should mean a soft place to fall. All of this talk about feminine energy. First of all, men and women have feminine and masculine energy. It is a fact. So no woman wants to be with a man who only exhibits 100% masculine energy either. Why? Because he ain't nice or nurturing. He just believes that he has to do two things. Protect your body and provide money. He doesn't protect your heart. And he doesn't provide a soft place for you to be a woman, if that makes sense. And yes, women, when you are saying that you want all of these things from a man and he sees that he's looking for someone who is more feminine, I understand what they are saying. But the problem with both sides is that everyone is afraid to meet in the middle. Because whether people like it or not, men don't trust women and women don't trust men. And because of that, everyone is on a race to see what they can extract. All of these conversations sound like extraction. I looked up the word value, the noun right? Relative worth, merit, importance, 
money value, material worth, exchange, quantity, assigned worth, significance, desired quality. The list was endless and it hurt my heart that people are standing in front of people saying, what is your significance? And I'm gonna start saying, I'm like fucking water. It depends on who you are, where you are, and where we are going. Asking me what type of woman I am, you can ask that. But asking me to tell you, some motherfucker, that I'm not even with, what's my value? And first of all, it's, a, it's an undertone of arrogance. Because it, has, it means that said man has already decided what his value is. And he's decided that you in your most feminine form is what he deserves. Right? Because he's never usually saying what he brings to the table. It'll be a man with no job talking about, I want a woman that cooks and cleans. And I'm like, how? When? You want me to get up, go to work, fight the rat race, bring home the meat, cook the meat, clean the kitchen, bear the babies, take care of the children, do all of these things, and you still want me to be in a soft space? Make it make sense. And I get it. Society as a whole has changed. We have different experiences. Women are becoming different. Men are becoming different. So where is the middle? The middle cannot lie in my suffrage. I hate to tell this to men, but the middle cannot lie in my suffrage at all. The middle has to lie in first healing. We have to heal and we have to be honest and authentic and first tell our fears about what it is that we are asking for. I can be successful and loving, but I may not be able to cater to your whims. I may not be coming home to rub your shoulders. First of all, I'm not doing that anyway because I clean, I cook, and I'm just not that girl. So if that man needs that, he needs to find another woman. And that's okay too. This idea of feeling like you still have to force women into boxes, and I get it, right? Women used to have to chase men. And not chase like that. I mean that because your survival depended on you getting the best man that you could get, there were things that you needed to do in order to get that man. Because you needed to survive. I mean survive like a roof over your head, food in your stomach, provisions for your children. And now that we don't have to do that per se, it feels like we are upside down. And how do we get right side up? Because men still want women and women still want men, but we want nice and decent people. We want people that we can build together. You know what's so crazy? With all of these conversations, a part of me feels like I don't understand why there aren't more 
arranged marriages. Because it seems like people are not looking for love, even though marriage did not start with love. I'm not sure when this love thing came, but it feels like the desire to have love lead the relationship actually is doing the opposite and love is no longer being served at the table, if that makes sense. And because of that, if you have what you want on paper, then why are people just not letting the elders and those in their lives arrange a marriage that suits you on paper? Because when you ask somebody, what's your value? What you're saying is that, do you check off these boxes? But no one seemed to be asking for moral values. No one seemed to be asking for someone who is kind, someone who is generous, someone who shares, someone who, who will be your cheerleader. There are a thousand things. No one asks for someone who is educated and intellectual because that is who will raise your children. No one wants someone who is patient. You need these things if you're going to have a family. Everybody just wants the bag and beauty. Beauty in a bag. Somebody should start that podcast, Beauty in a Bag, because that seems to be the surface level, right, of love. Nobody wants agape love. Nobody wants a love that fills you up. Everybody just wants stuff. And I'm like, is that because we're so addicted to attention and social media that everybody wants to look like they're happy and not actually be happy? Behind those relationships that people are calling couple goals are miserable people because they are living for clicks. They are living for likes. They are living for others. They don't even know what the fuck they want. What do you want? My value is not determined by your question. My value is determined by if we complement each other. And you know what? I want to go back to the listening part. And I think I said it, but I want to make sure that we are clear. Failed leadership in relationships is why we are in this place. If men want to know what the fuck the problem is, the problem is that we don't trust you, right? And guess what, men? That is not a dig at you because that is not even all of your fault. Because of historical truths, historical traumas, you were taken out of the home. We were put on a pedestal as far as being allowed to get jobs, allowed to go to school. So now we have a society where we are ahead of the curve. You are catching up. You are the bus drivers, the the hardworking blue collar men of America. And some are successful and some ain't doing shit. But all in all, nobody is changing who they are inside, right? As women are gaining more success, they have the nerve to want men who are more successful. But men who are more successful don't necessarily need a woman who is successful, right? Because if a man is successful, he usually wants to lead, provide, protect, and have his home run a certain way. That man is usually attracted to a woman who is going to come out of the workforce and be the nurturer and the home provider for his family. 
right? He is looking for someone who is going to aid him in the success of the family and not necessarily changing his own, chasing her own dreams, if that makes sense. So we all have to be clear that everything we are, right? Do we match what we want? Men and women. And remember, it's okay to sit at home by yourself and determine what you bring to the table, right? Who you are. But then you have to say, what type of person matches what I bring to the table? And do who I match, right? My compliment. Is that what I want? Because if it's not what you want, motherfuckers, you're going to have to make some adjustments. I'm tired of talking to you guys. Bye.